0: Look at how angry the cat is. Gurr. Oh, wait. She's on her back now. Never mind.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a, I don't care. I hate the world stance. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. She's like, I, well, the other night I left her, I let her out. And like, you know, two hours later, she usually like knocks on the back door or like on the front door. Um, And she wasn't knocking. She wasn't anywhere. I called her. She didn't come. There's like a, a skunk smell in the air. And I'm like, girl, you get it. I don't know what to do for you.
1: Uh, apparently um, bathing in tomatoes.
0: She is not a cat that likes to be wet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you have a tomato vineyard in the backyard where you can just <laughs> harvest and juice and just <laughs> lather her in?
0: Of course, all, Cana- all Canadians do.
1: We have tomato vineyards, we do. Yeah,
0: I'm just uh, far enough south that I am able to produce um, that many tomatoes. But no, she's not, she wouldn't be, she would not be into it. I would like lose blood in large volumes if that were the case. But here's the thing, my um, my brother-in-law came home, like he's on night shift and he came home at like, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and she was outside. It was pouring rain and she was out on the front porch scowling. He says.
1: Do you think she was like singing in her head, Come Clean by Hillary Duff? Because every time it rains, that's what I'm singing.
0: Every time it rains, that's what I sing too.
1: <laughs> I think that's like a common thing for our age group. It's just very like it's ingrained <laughs> in us.
0: I Let wonder may fall down. And make my dreams <laughs> And I wash away The sanity Speaking of, um,
1: I was going to say, speaking of Hilary Duff I have to say, I'm a little mad That RuPaul's Drag Race has never had Her on as a lip sync song
0: Yep, maybe they can't get the rights
1: That's Hilary Duff Like, what kind of rights do you need to, you know she not doing much these days She's actually <sighs> She's in Younger, I know she's in Younger
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been watching that show um, and it's made me love her more Same with her husband's Instagram
1: Oh, Who is she married to again? A hockey player?
0: Mm, divorced Divorce. uh, She was married to I believe a Canadian hockey player Like, like um, Carrie Underwood But she's now married to a singer-songwriter artist And they have a beautiful child And she looks actually happy And not just like sad happy
1: Hilary Duff, I have to say, is one of the more um, balanced child stars.
0: Yep. She came out of that relatively unscathed. And um, I'm super like. And nobody... Do you know what? We really take Brittany, Lindsay, Paris, um, all of them. We take them to task for their past and their inability to cope. But... Um, we don't, we don't talk about the ones who were able to deal with it.
1: Hillary or, Duff, Anna mm-hmm. Paquin. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of others. <laughs> uh,
0: Jonathan Taylor Thomas grew JTT. up, uh, got out of the game, moved right to the gay district of San Francisco. Is he gay? No. Um, the rumor is, I don't think that he's out to okay. the world. But when he disappeared into obscurity, they um, someone's like, oh, I know that guy. He lives in my neighborhood. It's like a prominent gay neighborhood in.
1: Like the Castro?
0: In San Francisco. Um, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> so JTT, like, we'll invite yeah. him on. There's an open invitation to Jonathan Taylor Thomas where he can also rank all of our wood collection around my house. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about that actually when I was collecting driftwood on the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, to... oh Brent would love this one.
1: I well, I mean it's actually Jason that spearheads it, but I enable it. So um yeah, Jason loves it. He collects it all all around the county for us. It's great.
0: God, his white woman Instagram must be ripe. I Pop mean in. right rock tumbling
1: <laughs> tr- driftwood
0: collecting Golden Retriever.
1: Uh yeah. I know. Just well yellow yellow lab. yellow, yeah, sorry. yellow lab
0: lab. just checking all of the boxes all of the boxes
1: it's the county lifestyle i mean it's very it's very like cute and quaint and artisanal and basic and we fit right in country chic country chic yeah it is (laughs) country chic
0: (laughs) Yes, you're like you know what i'm gonna strip all the color out of my hair and really rattle
1: those bones yeah i it was a cry for attention we're turning 30 in a couple months i actually really like it too (laughs) i'm gonna keep it for the summer yeah i love it (laughs) you're turning 30 i'm turning 30 in september yeah Jeez. finally <laughs> i feel like i've been 30 since you've met me
0: <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I thought so too i know but i was like no there's no way like he's he's one of those like young 30s like he has to be there's no way he could be this smart and worldly and cultured and then it turned out that you are okay and then i was like oh that makes sense then yeah. Because you're like, I'm 20, I'm, I'm 24, 24,
1: 25. I've seen <gasps> the world. I'm 24. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you weren't, you weren't, you weren't like that though. You weren't like, I've seen the world. You were just like, you and smart and you did stuff and you're a scientist, et cetera, et cetera. Like Girl. everybody else around you was a scientist too, but they weren't. Thank you. Mm hmm.
1: Thank you. I, I mean, the older I get, the, i uh, we're filming.
0: Oh, hello. <laughs> no,
1: I, I was talking about me, which is part of the podcast. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's technically part of you. Well, well not physically, but hey, <laughs> we're not cutting that out.
1: Okay. That's fine. Anyways. <laughs> okay.
0: See if skulls on his shirt. This Pine-
1: Pineapples. Oh. Pineapples. Pineapple print.
0: So basic. I love it.
1: Welcome to the full volume podcast. Oh. I took your line!
0: Steal of a gig. <laughs> Continue.
1: I am your co-host, Harvey Brent, joined by the effervescent
0: GI Joe Lee.
1: And we're here today to bring you episode two of marvel's loki
0: yes oh my god well i mean disney plus and marvel brought the fire first but we're gonna talk about that fire second we're bringing the embers (laughs) (laughs) we're just fanning them flames it was so good um let's do our usual like three things we love about and then but we'll do a recap first which is what we had started doing last episode, when we talked about episode one, but we got so excited.
1: Yeah, last week was a bit of a, a bit of a mess. Excite fest. in the best way. But,
0: okay, so let us recap Loki. Okay, so we are now Loki is now at the TVA. He is going to be helping Agent Mobius, M. Mobius, with searching the search, the grand search for the. The Loki variants, because apparently Loki variants are bad for the timeline. The sacred timeline, we should say. Okay.
1: So sacred to whom? Mm. Mm-hmm. hmm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm, Gets to that later. Maybe if we remember. Um <laughs> there's just a lot to there's a lot to unpack. Oh, there's yeah. so much, there's so much stuff in this episode. And oh God, can you? sorry i'm just so i loved falcon and the insurgent soldier but i love loki
1: My yeah, oh it's it's so much better like i actually it, it's not a chore to watch
0: Mm-mm. it is a Mm-mm. treat and i i it's watchable rewatchable totally okay so um long story shortish uh loki figures out based on the kablooey bubblegum evidence that mobius has collected that the variant is hiding in apocalypse events on the timeline because variant energy can't or isn't being traced in those apocalypse events so he like is looking through the folders of all these events and he notices that there is no variant energy it says zero variance energy he's like hmm that would be smart of me to hide in those places. Um, also, the bubblegum comes from the year 20... Is it 2050? 50.
1: 20, yeah, yeah.
0: The year 2050.
1: In Alabama. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so they figure out that, that is, there is an apocalypse event... Um, caused by humans. Because we're assholes. Um, that the variant Loki has been hiding in to hide from them. Uh, we There's a lot of stuff in between that I'm cutting to the chase for so we'll get to it don't worry but yeah they um Mobius Loki and the team uh the current existing team that hasn't been destroyed uh, heads to the year 2050 um well they test the theory in Pompeii and then they figure out okay the theory is correct so they head to 2050 uh lo and behold all kinds of weird shit's happening the earth is pretty much ending um ugh, it, yeah it's 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 sad and dismal and i mean the only thing left is like a costco style best buy <laughs> woo
1: capitalism yeah.
0: yeah or like a walmart the uniforms are blue which is ugh, scary um and you know what at the end of our earth walmart will be like cockroaches it's not unsponsored. Mm-hmm. Unsponsored, um, and that is where they find Loki finds our variant. Variant is introduced as a woman. Yeah, potentially in the credits, the French credits. She's credited I it was Spanish, Spanish, Spanish,
1: Spanish. Yeah, exactly.
0: she's credited as Sylvie, who is actually enchantress, but all signs point to she's the female version of Loki uh, leading the way, sort of paving the path into the fan theories slash theories since before WandaVision (laughs) that uh, they're going to be chasing all kinds of variants from within the comic books. Cool, cool, cool. Let's discuss.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, that's like the last shot too, where, um, uh female loki slash likely enchantress um sets off all of these um tva what was it like it wasn't bombs it was like um
0: yeah they're like converted time that the tva had been using them to erase uh the next like the timeline branches yeah but there's something in them she created like a
1: circuit yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and then what that did is it's um you know it's Pants back to the TVA and we get all these, like, branch timelines. Drama. Mm, mm,
0: mm, Drama. mm. Drama. Uh, (laughs) Drama llamas for your mama. (laughs) Um, Oh, also suggesting that Loki is definitely going to be ground zero for Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness.
1: Which we already like kind of knew. Like that was yeah. kind of like hinted at, but now we're we're getting that. And I love it. I love it. This is like the end of this episode. I know we're jumping ahead, but the end of this episode is really what is going to start leading us into WandaVision like speculation. Because now mm-hmm. we have all these possibilities. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, they could bring so and so from this timeline and so and so from that timeline. And this is this is now the um <laughs> We're almost like at the point now in the comic books where the comics are—they're always jumping between timelines and, you know, bringing characters back from different timelines to suit their their narrative needs. The MCU has made it there. We're here. We can do whatever and make messy decisions and correct for them later. Messy.
0: Yeah. Sorry, she's choking. I'm okay now.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Um. So yeah, the idea. You brought up the whole thing about messy timelines. Um, <laughs> the idea is that they, if they don't like it, they being who really, who controls the TVA, the time, the time lords? No, that's Doctor Who.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> time keepers? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And we don't, we haven't met them yet. And that is one of Loki's ultimate go- goals. And I suspect that by the end of this season, we will meet them. I, again, I don't know if they're the big bad. I mean, everything online points to Kang the Conqueror being the big bad, still going forward as the next Thanos. So I don't, I don't know the severity of these people, um, but, you know, we'll see. I, again, I'm not too familiar with like Thor and Loki comics you know again my my realm is more x-men but i i i almost kind of like that sometimes because like i i am a comic book fan but there's a lot that i still don't know or don't remember at least maybe they'll introduce the timekeepers. i'm like oh i do know that person Mm -hmm. who knows i played a lot well go ahead oh no sorry no i was gonna say i played a lot of the marvel games and stuff so i do have like adjacent knowledge uh Mm -hmm. but i don't usually have canonical knowledge about some of that stuff so we'll see
0: yeah and I am like you where I am more, um, I'm more a nerd for other things, but where I am a nerd for other things that aren't Marvel, sorry, I'm a DC. I am a geek for research. So I love, the thing about these shows, as they get introduced and as they watch, as we get to watch them, is that. I get to do gads of research in the middle of the night sometimes until 3am, you know, falling down a Wikipedia hole or like a Marvel encyclopedia hole learning about all of this stuff. So from what I gather about the timekeepers and how important the sacred timeline is, is if Kang is one of the timekeepers, they keep uh, going. Uh, back oh, are they? His, they keep going back to his statue. Is he one of the lizard statues?
1: I don't know. I didn't realize Kang the Conqueror was. I thought maybe he was going to be something entirely different from the Timekeepers. Oh, maybe he is. Sorry, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I, I was just saying. Like I was. I was. I remember reading online that Kang the Conqueror was the next big bad. So that's why oh. I'm like, oh, what's going on with the Timekeepers? But maybe Kang is one of them. I I don't know.
0: Okay. So, um, well, here's the thing okay this 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 segues into my to what I think would be really cool and it sounds like is happening is that the whole idea of a sacred timeline is part of the big bad like who needs a sacred timeline anyway what will they do to create or maintain a sacred timeline uh that kind of thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, Will they kill? Obviously they will. It's been shown. They'll destroy actual reality uh, to turn back time. Share. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, here's another thing too, is that Scarlet Witch is a Nexus being. Mm -hmm. So now we've been introduced to what a nexus is which is a branch of a timeline yeah and again i just want to make room for ralph boner
1: theories <laughs> oh god oh i'm i'm okay with that if we're, yeah you're bringing evan peters into the mix please let's talk about this nexus event that would lead to a turn <sighs> for evan peters
0: right a comeback <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, sorry. I'm just gonna that was my tangent, okay mm-hmm. so i'm interested in I'm interested in seeing how far the timekeepers in this show are willing to go to keep the timeline sacred mm-hmm. i'm I'm hedging my bets that they're gonna they're gonna go real far. um, I don't know if that'll be well, here's the thing, they have to have a multiverse for there to be a multiverse of madness in Doctor Strange. So I don't think the events of Loki wrap up in a neat bow.
1: I agree. I was just thinking that too, actually. I'm like, there's no way you're going to have a multiverse if all of a sudden the timekeepers prevail and bring it back down to one uniform timeline. And also, uh, speaking of the timekeepers, they talked about it a little bit this week, but like, uh, I think Loki asked Mobius, like, how do the timekeepers know, like, what are they doing? Like, how do they create the sacred timeline? And either Mobius or it was Ravona was like, they just, you know, they unstrand different realities and they, they decide which one is the right one, you know? And it's like, what? Like, how do you decide that? That's like picking between like different stalks of corn. And, you know, it's like, this is the one, you know? These other ones are garbage. Like, how do you, well, I guess you look at the stock of corn, but something a little less subjective. Like, mm. I don't, what's, you know, so that's the the logic in that is kind of like, ah, so, what do you decide is the right version of the timeline? Is that part of your power, you know? So I'm like, I'm super curious to see how that actually unfolds.
0: Yes, and the way that they've written it or they've rewritten time travel, I should say, um, is that, cause they have to explain away now, the version of time travel that happened in the Avengers, <coughs> excuse me, in the Avengers films, um, because it kind of conflicts when you think about it with their version of time travel as they're presenting it in Loki. So uh, I guess what they're saying now is that the time traveling that happened in Avengers is part of the sacred timeline. Like Steve Trevor was all... Steve Trevor. Who's <laughs> Who's she? <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Captain America, was always supposed to go back in time. He was always supposed to go... Uh, to go uh, be or sorry, he was always supposed to be f- found in the ice and go and then go back in time in the future and then die old, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, So, yeah, uh, it's it's hard.
1: So, sorry, Jolie, I was just it's handed okay. a note. I was just handed a note from one of our producers here. Uh, oh, I'll put oh, no. it up on the screen for you and you can read it out loud to the audience. I don't know T- if you can see
0: <laughs> the TVA is the quantum realm Ant-Man. Hint. Time moves different. Oh, wow.
1: I, I was handed a note from one of our producers there, so I don't know uh, if that fits into...
0: Do you know what? that? It would make sense, though. The it t- does. The, 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 TVA, the TVA is the quantum realm?
1: Maybe. Hmm.
0: I'm going to have to look into that.
1: Let's sit on that. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> happy pride that was
0: what, what? <laughs> said who <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> sorry i totally cut you off there i was i was
0: <sighs> no it sorry. was a thought, a thought that wasn't finishing and it kind of goes into what our producer thank you producer um <sighs> was kind of saying is that what and what you were saying, like what is the sacred timeline? How do these timekeepers have their power? If Thanos is part of the sacred timeline and his destruction, and the reversal of his destruction was all part of the sacred timeline, then who the f- are they?
1: Who authorized this? <laughs> who is in charge here?
0: Yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna get a little Chad and a little can I, Karen.
1: Can I get a little manager override, please, on timeline six one six? Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> oh, speaking of okay, Let, th- th- maybe we'll segue into our favorite parts of this episode since we have recapped and now we're just now, we're now just... We're just theorizing. Okay, VR. so my what you brought up six one six, and we're not talking about experiment though. He is one of my favorite blue experiments. Um, I mean. Disney same universe now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I mean it's adjacent we're allowed to mention it uh, okay one of my favorite things about this show are uh, the easter eggs there are a lot and I thought I would hate it I was like ugh great it's going to be a slog to get through this without uh, n- like nerd level participation where we're just like uh, all my thoughts surround everything that mm-hmm. has to do with Loki because th- there's too much to get through. But things like, um, like using the numbers to be the different floors of the of the TVA is really cool. It's one of my favorite things. So I found out, like floor three seventy two, is what the first appearance of Thor in the comics. Oh, yeah, and that's a floor. It's very visible. Um, in the background while Loki is doing or requesting research at the library, at the TVA library. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cute and neat and now makes me want to look look and see what all the other numbers and what all the other um, like initialisms are for. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's one of my favorites. One of my favorite things that happened this week okay now you go
1: oh my god okay um i have to say my first favorite thing about this episode was um kind of i guess the role that they brought loki into as like he almost has like a sherlock holmes-esque role to him um you first see it when they um you know the beginning of episodes uh takes place at an 80s renaissance fair and i think it's in Wisconsin, maybe Minnesota. I think it's Wisconsin. Um, and that's when the the time variant of Loki kills a bunch of hunters that are that are looking for the time variant. And then they bring Loki and Mobius back to the scene of that crime. And Loki's going through all of these like deductions, you know, of like what happened here. And I I love this like new role for him because he's still he's still like, you know, Loki and he's out for himself. (laughs) But he has to be helpful to get there. I, I just, I always love these, um, these crossed motives, you know, where like he is has to work with someone else to get to what he wants, and I, I just love that. And then you see it later on too, where he and Mobius do an experiment in uh, Pompeii because that's when Loki realized, hey, uh, the time variant's hiding out in catastrophes. Let's go to Pompeii and check for variant energy and Loki makes this huge you know he but he is he's doing diagnostics there which I thought was fun <laughs> Where he, you know he's making a big scene he's like you're all going to die um and that's you know it was great just seeing him kind of um unwrap a mystery that's kind of what I was like I like I like I think Loki is at his most interesting right now when he is not so much like he's still scheming in the background like he clearly has his own motives but when he is um, working towards them and it and it's like, you know, maybe it's because the narrative's actually following him instead of, you know, usually when we see Loki, <laughs> the narrative is following Thor or it's following the Avengers. But this time we're just seeing it follow Loki. And that means that we're seeing how his brain works, you know, as opposed to how Thor's brain works or the Avengers, like the focus is on Loki. Um, mm-hmm. So I love that. I love this whole the cogs turning in his brain.
0: Yeah, that's that's on my list, too. Literally, Loki doing research.
1: Yeah, it's fun.
0: <laughs> it's so fun. And it's uh, it's a type of character building that we didn't get to see enough of when Disney gave or when Disney Marvel gave Falcon and the Winter Soldier their own property. Ugh. I was really afraid for Loki uh, because of that. <laughs> it's like, okay, the na- yeah, so it's like, okay, so apparently then being the namesake of a uh, television property on a streaming service is not um, an indicator of whether we're gonna get what we want or not, which is on, to be honest, character development. <clears throat> this is this is us getting the opportunity to see uh, what Loki is capable of. Uh, we know that he's a schemer, so he uses his schemy brain to figure to figure out mysteries, and he knows. I like. We always knew that he knew that about himself, that he's ah, uh, that no matter what, he kind of always got the short end of the stick. But he's. We get the to see. Jobber. Him- yeah, <laughs> we he's get a jobber. to. <laughs> we get to see him use that to his advantage in this episode and we get to see how he interacts with uh himself um or we get to see how um maybe feeling a little uh inferior uh how that affects him as a god i was about to say person but as as a as a god with you know human feelings yeah
1: the
0: the idea that that there's a Loki out there who's doing it better than him is, you know, it's a, it's a chip in his ego and we get to see it. We get to see it play out. And, uh, we get as a result of seeing it playing out, we get to see all this fun detective stuff and I love it.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Number two on my list was just that, I guess it's just a, a branch off of the whole loki doing research is the the uh just a plot point which is the nexus or the the research the 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 bubblegum i just think it's hilarious that they found or they were able to go oh that bubblegum only exists on this in this timeline in this year so this it must be where she where it is where the variant is so that's one of my favorite things and apparently there's like an easter egg with the kablooey which we i mentioned last
1: you did yeah
0: last week that's cool and fine um oh speaking of products the the is it Josta cola that they are drinking in the cafeteria Uh is actually a discontinued cola from the 90s oh cool Yeah, that used to be advertised in the comics. So that's hilarious. Anyway. That's great. Yeah. That cola is going to make a comeback or be only um, sold at Disney parks. Who knows?
1: (laughs) Or can you imagine if somebody's sitting on a bottle of it right now and puts it on eBay? We should look later. Part of our research. yes (laughs) Uh, 2 a.m
0: here i come
1: (laughs) my (laughs) number two is really quick i just loved how um mobius was or it might have been mobius but the tva was recapping the different types of time variant loki's that they have pruned from the timeline there was like a he-man loki and an olympian loki i thought that was great um that's my that's my number two i just love the different variations of loki Right. Which I'm I'm assuming too. There's one in there that clearly must be a callback to the comics. Like Loki's a shapeshifter, so I'm assuming he must have occupied one of those roles at some point in the comics.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loki. Okay, mine is Loki. De- my third point is Loki does magic. Um, so they've gotten they've gotten back. Because he's always been the side character or like tertiary character. And even though he was the main baddie in one of the films, he wasn't even he was still a secondary guy, brother to Thor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not all that important. Um, but here. Oh, my goodness. My brain went completely blank just now.
1: Loki doing magic.
0: That's it. Okay. So we know that he is able to uh, jump, his soul is able to jump bodies, and that's how we get a Lady Loki. Mm-hmm. Are we getting more notes from our producer?
1: Nope. More okay. are No more notes.
0: <laughs> um, and then,
1: uh,
0: but inside the Best Buy, Walmart, Costco. Yes. He does telekinesis.
1: He does, briefly.
0: Yeah, so I'm not sure what that is. Whether he thought that he could do it and then did it, or if he knew he could already do it and then did it.
1: Yeah, they weren't clear on that. And it was interesting that the variant of Loki was able to um, cycle through bodies so quickly. So there's, there's some explanation, some eventual exposition that needs to be done there because, you know, I would have just assumed that all variants of Loki had the same powers, but maybe, mm-hmm. again, that that kind of leans into the theory that maybe the, this female version of Loki isn't Loki at all. Maybe it's Enchantress. Uh, but still, that doesn't explain away uh, why Loki can all of a sudden do telekinesis. Like, you're not Jean Grey. Sit down. Mm-hmm. Sit down.
0: <clears throat> Don't bring in the X-Men if you're not going to bring in the X-Men.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do not um, try it with us. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going to do it, do it right. Um, number three for me would be um, Not so much a plot point, but an aesthetic uh, choice is I mm-hmm. like the once they go to uh, the year 2050, um, there is a distinct like horror adjacent vibe as they're like combing through the, the supermarket or department store looking for this variant. I love that the flickering lights, like a sense of dread, like it was really well done. And it's something we don't see very often or you know almost ever in the mcu we got a brief glimpse of it in wandavision when we went into agnes's basement um but i they gave me some like i was feeling a little bit of um the purge in there i was feeling like you know um resident evil 2. yeah resident evil 2 uh, which i still haven't seen because i haven't seen any (laughs) of the resident evil films but i what Oh, have, I
0: was gonna say, oh, I was thinking more of the video games, but
1: I also have not played the video games. Oh. Which I know is like crazy right now because everybody's talking about Resident Evil Village. And like there's have you seen that online? Resident Evil Village? It's number eight. No. Oh man, you gotta look it up. It looks crazy, oh but in a good way. Um but uh no, it was giving me um it was giving me the purge vibes. It was giving me a little bit of um Stephen King's The Mist a little bit, because it took place in a in a supermarket. Where um Oh, I love The Mist. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciated the change in tone, and I think it worked really well. And, you know, that's what we need from from these properties is we need it to di- diversify. And we've already, like, I don't know how much you've kept up with Doctor Strange sequel, but um, they're saying, too, that do- the Doctor Strange sequel is going to lean into some horror elements. And I think we're already maybe seeing that slightly with with Loki a little bit, which I love. I love horror, so...
0: Mm-hmm. And I um, <clears throat> continue to s- let horror sit with me, but I don't love it.
1: <laughs> oh, Obviously, I know.
0: No one likes to be scared. Do you know what some people do, which is like, like uh, just unheard of for me. But um, yeah. now that you mention it, that vibe so good. Uh mm-hmm. oh God, this. The people who are working on these shows are insanely talented. I don't know where they're going with this one, and, <laughs> but I, i'm like i'm I'm along for the ride i'm I'm into yeah. it.
1: well, you're yeah. gonna have to be because at the end of the episode, Loki follows the time variant into a portal, so you are along for the ride.
0: <sighs>
1: but I in. can't wait for
0: when can't wait for Wednesday. Yeah, and uh, you know, Mobius, despite him warning him not to, he does it anyway. Despite
1: so maybe himself, yes.
0: Yeah, so this is going to be very interesting. I don't know how they're going to track him. I don't know what Loki's going to mm-hmm. do to other maybe Lady Loki, maybe Enchantress, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm... excuse me, sorry, I had like <laughs> breakfast and coffee at the same time, so. Ooh. We're a little... Uh, elevated when it comes to noises in the morning. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens because, uh, again, like WandaVision, I only know sort of the briefest things about these characters and um, the shows are giving me more insight and thirst for research. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thirst that I did not get with our last, our last show. But, yeah, do you have any final thoughts?
1: Um, I mean no i I think we you know we I covered it both at the beginning and and now, but i'm you know I'm interested again, this is the point now because we've set off all these different nexus events, these different timelines. This is the point where we're you know going forward i'm I'm sure after we watch the next episode, we're really gonna have a lot of questions and theories about what's going to happen because. Now we've been we've opened that door. We've opened Pandora's box to all these different possibilities. So, I'm excited for what we're going to talk about next week because I'm sure we're going to start seeing the the um, the rules of the game that Marvel's laid out and how that can apply to different properties and upcoming you know movies and different Marvel shows. So it's going to be cool.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> uh, so if you have any, if you have any. Um... Theories or disagreements, because we know that you do, uh, with anything that we've said, uh, send us an email. You can always do that uh, at full volume pod at G- full volume, yeah, full volume pod at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us via social media because we all know that only dinosaurs use email. Hmm. Um, that's. <laughs> We're part of the comic book syndicate network, just in case that's confusing, but it's at comic book syndicate on uh, Facebook and YouTube and no, wait, that's Instagram and YouTube at comic syndicate on Twitter, hashtag full volume pod. Uh, We we would love to hear what you have to say. You can listen to episodes from the past, (laughs) but not the
1: present. Wait, (laughs) not the future. Not from a not Nexus the, event.
0: No, not the future. We we don't do that kind of traveling. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't do any traveling, but that's besides the point. Um, on our website, that's www.comicbooksyndicate.com slash full volume pod or maybe just podcasts. You can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts right there um, at on our online home. Um, We also have the video version of this on our YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash comic book syndicate. If you're listening, we are hosted on Launchpad, but you can listen on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Apple Podcasts.
1: The Apple one, Steve Jobs.
0: Yeah, that's the one. The one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Okay, so Spotify, Apple, oh, we're on Amazon Music too. We're also on iHeartRadio uh, by searching Full Volume Podcast or the Comic Book Syndicate, the Comic Book Syndicate Network. Uh, but if you if you re, if you look for Full Volume Podcast, there is another one that hasn't been around for a while.
1: Do that's we have not, imitators?
0: That's not us. <laughs>
1: Do we have imitators? It's a serious <sighs> form of flattery.
0: We don't. But no. they, like, it seemed like they, you, you know how they say, like, 20% of all podcasts don't go past, or, like, sorry, 88% of all podcasts don't go past episode 20? She was one of them.
1: The oh, other one. We've made it. This is episode 22.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. The, <laughs> the Nexus event full-volume podcast, um... Yeah, they're just a branch of the timeline. Anyway,
1: first. Oh. Uh,
0: until next time, <laughs>
1: keep it loud. Oops. Keep it at full volume, but only in the sacred timeline. Bye. Bye.